Hello everybody, this is Michelle with Mishmash. How's everybody doing today? I hope good, I hope wonderful, I hope excellent. I'm doing good, I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, all the time it's just um, trying to get through the day, which sounds miserable, but it's not, it's not really, it's fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. Um, I just kind of wanted to chit chat and talk about, I don't know, okay, real tea. I've just had this thinking a lot about my relationships, uh, you know, as I do. And specifically, I've been thinking a lot about um, my friendship with my ex-best friend. Um, for a lot of reasons, I think, you know, a, such an important and long lasting relationship that ended, of course, you're going to think a lot about it, you know, what happened, but I feel like mostly I, I'm just, like, I was a little surprised at, (laughs) I was surprised at it ending, I was surprised that, uh, I don't know how to explain like like with all of my other relationships I got to see like okay something's not right and I feel like with my friend it wasn't it didn't work that way I don't know excuse me I don't know if I would have um come to that conclusion on my own I I was just constantly being told like this is not this is not a good relationship you got to get out of this relationship and I'm like why I like it (laughs) you know this is this is great I this is my best friend I love this person so much you know why so you know but I had to do it I was constantly being told get out of this relationship so I had to do it and I knew that I would eventually understand, but because it it worked that way, it ended that way, like, I, of course, I, like, really had to inspect it and figure out what the fuck was going on, and <clears throat> it did take a while for me to kind of understand and see things, you know. Um, I, there's a lot of things that have bothered me throughout our friendship, and I say this because I think it's common for people. And I think especially, probably especially millennials, I could be wrong, but I I feel like we just grew up very similarly. Um, oh, millennials, that in, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of toxicity that we don't really see. And there's a lot of things that we're just kind of now learning about. And I know for me especially, like I literally just watched a TikTok that was explaining how um, friendships are for females who have autism and it connected so deeply it just is it was like another thing that I learned about myself <laughs> in a couple of minutes that kind of put stuff into context you know so I like to talk about this to kind of a air out my shit my feelings, my thoughts, but also be like, well, if you see this, 
maybe look into it a little more because I never understood that there was anything wrong but um yeah like there's a lot of issues that I personally had I think that we both had you know I think the thing that kind of glued us together um for a very long time there was just a lot of love there was a lot of love before between us like I don't think I could ever deny that that we very much cared about each other we very much loved each other but I feel like what what we initially came together on was just out of negativity we were commiserating with each other we met at a time in our lives that were probably like the worst Uh, I can't speak for him but I know for me it was like one of the darkest times of my life and he was a light he was someone I could connect to he was someone I could talk to um and if you follow me you guys know that like I literally had no one to talk to I like my family would not talk to me I was completely neglected I was literally alone all of the time so it was nice to have somebody um and when we would talk we would talk about our lives and our families and you know it was amazing because I had someone who had a family that was really fucked up like mine was and you know things weren't okay and so it was very relieving we got to um kind of lean on each other and and like I said commiserate with each other and kind of I don't know if that's exactly what trauma bonding is but like we just kind of really bonded together in that we have shitty lives and things were like extra fucking hard for us and um I think the thing is from that we couldn't grow and it's not something that I was able to see until much later in life uh or more recently I should say but I feel like we kind of like it was perfect for at the time when we were in these really terrible situations that we wouldn't have really been able to move out of or grow out of so we had this connection and we helped each other through that but at a certain point we got to a point in our lives where we could grow and I feel like we kind of would stamp each other down And it's weird because it was, like, neither one of us was a friend that was, like, don't go for better opportunities or, you know, like, it wasn't, like, that where we were vocally being, like, hey, don't, don't grow, don't do this. But it was, like, (sighs) how can I explain Well, let me, let me say just on my behalf, because this was a two way street, (laughs) like I'm not like, it's not like, oh, he just did stuff to me. This was a two way street where it was like it, the good stuff, we would celebrate the good stuff. And I, I feel like that was genuine, genuine. It was genuine from my part where if anything good happened to him, I was like, that's fucking amazing. I only wanted good things. But I will say like the good things just didn't matter as much and we would uh focus so much on the negative. <clears throat> and you know, 
that's just how I was in general and probably him as well that when you grow up in a very negative space I think you're really apt to seeing the negativity in life versus the positivity it just got a lot harder when I started trying to see positivity more and you know I would be like okay I'm I'm in this headspace of I want to grow and be positive and stop complaining all the time you know this was like a few years ago and I would get together with him and all I could do is complain I would try to talk about good things but it felt so um, unnatural it felt so uncomfortable and I couldn't figure out why and I feel like that is part of it but there was another part of it that I was being told about that I did not see I didn't understand and that part was jealousy (laughs) um this is something he has never admitted but I definitely fucking see now I couldn't see it before but I see it now thinking back on stuff I'm like he would be very jealous of me and my life and there were certain things I think that he really idolized in my life and um so there was just things I could not talk about because I felt really uncomfortable uh you know because I would get that energy from him but you know and I I did say this to him I admitted this to him before uh, and he didn't really say anything but I'm like you know I was really jealous of him about a lot of stuff too you know and I feel like there was things he probably felt like he couldn't tell me because my energy might shift. Like, I'd want to be like, oh, that's really amazing. But I'd be really like, you know what? That sucks for me. Like, that makes me feel shitty that you can go on these amazing trips and see all of these amazing things and have these amazing experiences and I'm home with fucking kids and a husband and like my life at home is fucking shit you know what I mean like that was definitely happening I wasn't very conscious of that happening I'd be like yes of course I'm happy for him that's great but uh you know there would be like this little discomfort is like the best way I could say a little discomfort a little tingle a tinge of something that would you know be a little off a little weird and I didn't know then what that was but that's what it was it was jealousy I was fucking jealous and I was upset (laughs) you know and um I don't know how much of what was being felt could be fixed I feel like with jealousy that could be fixed once you kind of realize it maybe I guess I really don't know um I don't have a tendency of being jealous so (laughs) like I don't know what that was well okay maybe I do maybe I do besides the fact that like yeah, there was times he was living a life that I really wanted. But also, something I just never really realized, but it ran through our friendship, is that it was just always a competition. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like an obvious competition. It was very, like, under, under, 
I don't know how you say. <laughs> what, what am I trying to say? Like, under, under the radar, I guess. Just, just kind of there, but not really. Uh, not spoken about, not very obvious, you know, just slithering on underneath everything. You know, this competition of who can do better in life. And again, I'm like, if that's not even something I subscribe to, I'm always like, whoever, everybody has like a different life. What's going to make me happy is not going to make you happy. So why would there be like a, a competition? But I definitely felt competition from him. And then he would make me feel shitty a lot of times for my place in life. There's a lot of shitty things he's actually fucking said to me or has reacted to things I've said, like shopping at Dollar Tree or like, you know, um, having, having food stamps and shit like that. Like he would say stuff to me that just really was like, clearly you think I'm shit because of my place in life and um we we did actually have a falling out about that once um and that really should have probably been the last time we we talked (laughs) I mean to be honest it was actually pretty bad um but uh yeah when you have a friend like that that's like clearly thinking down on you then you're gonna kind of want to prove that or at least for me I shouldn't speak for others but for me I'm like I want to kind of prove that like I can do better you know I'm not a piece of shit you know and I I would you know I would in 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 life I would prove like because he's not the only person I feel like a lot there there's been like a theme in my life of people who are very close to me who have been like oh you're very lazy you don't do anything and you don't try for anything and it's like well I can do stuff I can do this thing I can reach these goals it's just that I don't want to and uh I feel like people wouldn't believe me and then I would go and do it you know and and then I would leave it because I'm like this has no meaning to me ever at any point I just wanted to prove that like I could do this uh you know so I like I guess that's kind of what happened where (laughs) we had this falling out and I moved up in station in my life and I do feel like he was kind of jealous about it but I you know whatever I that's not what I wanted ever and ultimately I had to be secure in my life and how I felt about myself and my station in life, you know. That was the thing I was letting other people dictate dictate where I go in life and how I go about my life and I was not getting any joy out of it because I'm busy proving other people they don't really give a fuck. You know, when people are talking shit about you, they're going to just be talking shit about you. It doesn't really fucking matter what you're doing ultimately, you know, because it's never going to be right. The, the thing is they just don't like you and they want to talk shit about you. And in the meantime, I'm not having any fun in life I'm not enjoying my life because I'm busy trying to live my life 
according to other people and making them happy who are never even going to be happy with what I'm doing, you know, and it's not going to make, like, let's say that it did make them happy and then, you know, like, my mom would be happy and my best friend would be like, oh, this is great. Like, now now we can be friends. Now I can have you around my other friends because that was the other thing. He would not have me around his other friends. Like, like, I would be hidden and he was like, I do that because I you're just so special to me and I don't really take that as a compliment anymore because I know like from my ex he would say that or something similar like I just want to hide you from people because you know you're just too great and it's like uh, that's never how that fucking works (laughs) like no that is not true you are lying to me uh, you are ashamed of me in some way, or like there's something going on. It's not because I'm too amazing. That's never how things work. When you have something really great, you want to show it off. Um, but yeah, let's. I'm like, let's say if I'm doing doing these things to make people happy, it actually did make them happy. I still would be unhappy ultimately. But you know at that time in my life I was like my happiness stems from other people's happiness and I would say that all the time I'm like I can't be happy unless these people I care about are happy so my goal is to make other people happy and then I'll be happy uh yeah that's just not how life works either uh young Michelle that is not how it works so uh that that was just a bad way to go about things anyway but that's what I was doing I've grown a lot and like I can't sit here and be like I'm healed I'm perfect you know whatever I've gotten to a point where I've just accepted myself you know I'm like look I'm not the perfect mom and I'm not gonna get things right all of the time I'm probably gonna be fucking up most of the time my goal is to not but you know (laughs) I put a lot of fucking pressure on myself to be something I cannot fucking be and to do things that I that are nearly impossible like you know I gotta be honest a lot of the times I do pull out the fucking impossible I really do but you know, that's a lot. That's a lot to live up to. That's a lot to do all the time. And that was becoming the norm for me where I was constantly trying to make everybody happy and pull out the impossible all the time, get myself and my family to new heights and and just I wanted to live incredibly, you know, and it's not that I don't want to live incredibly, but I'm like, I want to be <laughs> like, I, I don't want to be stressed all the fucking time because I was, I was so unhappy and so fucking stressed all the time trying to be perfect and life just wasn't fun. And I'm like, how can I make life enjoyable? Like, that's my goal, is just to enjoy the time that I have, however much time that is. I just don't want to be miserable all the time. And I understand that I'm not 
gonna be like happy all the time I think that's the other thing I've really kind of gotten to a place where I'm like I'm gonna be sad I'm gonna be mad I'm gonna have bad days I'll probably have a lot of fucking bad days I'll have a lot of okay days and there will be some really extremely awesome days and all of that's okay and me not being where I think you know where I'm being told is successful in life that's okay me not having friends is okay me not having family that I feel comfortable around or can rely on that's okay you know whatever whatever is going on is fucking okay it just is you know uh I can be sad about it I can be mad about it I can be fucking relieved by it. You know, whatever I fucking feel is what I feel. And that's cool. That's fine. Um, I'm okay with my station in life. Because all I'm trying to do... I swear to God, like, going through all of the shit that I've gone through is just been like, I'm just trying to make it through today, dude. That's it. (laughs) Like, everything else I don't fucking care about. I'm just trying to get through today, live another day. I'm trying to not be fucking miserable doing it too. That's it. Um, and I've been doing that. So, <laughs> so that's been good. Um, and yeah, I just, in turn, again, I've been thinking a lot about that friendship. And I see what happened I see why it wasn't right I definitely miss it a lot of the times but I I I feel like it's really clear that we could not have a uh a healthy friendship we couldn't have a healthy friendship I think we just kind of um our friendship was built on toxicity you know and I think ultimately I just got to a point where we're both trying to grow we're trying to do better and we're subconsciously holding each other back from that and like I would try like I'd be conscious of it at a certain point and I tried to not do that and it just felt so weird it felt so wrong it felt so unnatural and I'm like that's just not what our friendship is for um I still feel like he is a soulmate and I think it's just that our time on this lifetime this lifetime we were just meant to be friends during a very tough time in our lives and and get each other through that time and I'll hold that dear in my heart forever and you know I think any relationship, if you really think about it, is always really good and helpful for a certain period of time. And when it starts getting kind of negative and ugly, that's when it's expired. And if you hold on to it, it's just going to keep on, you know like any food it's going to be moldy and gross (laughs) and it's never going to be fresh again it's never going to be good again and I kind of feel like that's just kind of what happened uh unfortunately 
but I don't know I you know what is kind of interesting to me too though I learning about autism and especially autism in females specifically um, but I think it's in general as well autistic people have a hard time making friends and I'm learning that like a lot and it's really tough to see because I'm seeing it with my kids and it makes me really angry because it's uh the more I learn about it it's a lot of like just because you're a little weird you know you're not the norm and I feel like people can like sense it smell it and so they're like oh I don't want to be around you like I don't know I don't know how neurotypical people are <laughs> like what they're thinking what they're perceiving I guess so I get a little offended because I'm like is it really just because it's like we're a little off or like is there something that's truly you know bad like we're really doing something like fucked up or bad or whatever like I can understand they were they were saying how like you, you can be kind of contr- controlling in friendships and I'm like I get that like I can see that I was controlling <laughs> like I was I just recently learned how controlling and I'm stepping back a lot right now um with uh, my other relationships but you know is that is it stuff like that where it's like you can pinpoint or is it just like you're a little different so that people don't want to be around you because that's where I'd get kind of mad about it um I don't know I find it really interesting that that's like a problem I think maybe for neurodivergent people in general maybe um but it seems to be more so with uh autistics and I I would love to dive more into it to kind of have a better understanding why but I am like oh I don't know if I care that much I just find it intriguing but (laughs) I don't know it's just annoying um but I you know just that's another reason that's another reason why friendships won't work out I kind of just have gotten used to the idea that I'm probably not gonna have friends ever and I'm like at least I have I have my husband he's my best friend and um I have him so that's good if I didn't have him I'm like I think I'm just at a point where I'm like I'm okay with being by myself because I'm really really tired of people like I'm so sick of people I'm sick of relationships I'm sick of trying and giving energy towards other people you know (laughs) like I don't want that to sound like I hate people it's not that it's just it's so exhausting um dealing with relationships it's so exhausting and I'm like it's so much easier being by yourself and just having to deal with yourself because dealing with yourself is a lot it, that like that's enough that's enough energy it's exhausting as it is at least for me I don't know dealing with me is a lot <laughs> trying to figure out my own shit why I think the way I think and do things the way I do things and analyzing everything like it's just so much and it's exhausting and I'm like that's good enough you know I'd rather just be able to sit and not think beyond that and sometimes be able to even tune that out 
So add on other other duties, other relationships where you have to do that for them and your interactions with them. And like, it's just so much. It's so exhausting. And uh, like, no thanks. Like, I would love to have a good friendship. I'd love to have someone else to talk to. But again, I just feel like it's more energy than I get out of it. So I don't like I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) either way I guess I don't know but yeah so that's all I kind of wanted to talk about today just kind of get that off my chest and kind of share what I've learned and um I don't know anyway that's all I have for you guys today um uh thank you so much for listening I don't have any kind of schedule. Um, I'm just kind of popping on here when I can. My energy for anything has kind of been wiped out. There's just been so much going on at home. And um, so I'll make it on here when I can. And when I really have something to say. And uh, I just love you guys so much. And thank you so much for listening. I have seen people pop on here. So I really appreciate it. And I love you guys. And I'll catch you guys later. And uh, love you. Bye.